0: Street Fighter III Third Strike is often regarded as one of the best fighting games of all time from a gameplay perspective. So should Street Fighter VI borrow the global parry mechanic Third Strike is so widely known for? Plus, Catalyst lists off five major issues Street Fighter VI has to avoid at launch if it wants to be successful, all on this week's episode of Talking Block.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Event Hub's Talk and Block. I am John Catalyst Green. With me, as always, is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Hello, hello. We have a lot
0: to get to today. Well, I, at least I understand it as much. We haven't been sharing as many notes back and forth before we start these, uh, the, these recordings and these segments, and so uh, it sounds like we have a lot to get to today. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, All yeah. There's right.
1: tons of stuff to cover.
0: Right on. So uh, perhaps we should dig right into it. Um, first and foremost, uh, I, we'll get into the weeds here in just a second about this, but I want to put the juicy part out in front so that we can, uh, we can know what we're building up towards. And that is uh, John, see,
1: John, before you do that, I need everyone to no, 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 that's like button.
0: after I want to put this after the oh, juicy part, oh, then we talk oh. about, yeah. And then we, oh, so I got, it, but I appreciate okay. your enthusiasm. Absolutely. All right. Uh, what I want to broadly discuss today is the concept of street fighter six is probably coming out in the next year or so, probably getting announced in the next few weeks or so. Uh, and a lot that goes into building a brand new fighting game. The big part of that is what kind of mechanics go into it. Well, as I think about what kind of mechanics might go into it, there's so many different equations and different ways you could go about that. Uh, but I, I think about what's the most, most revered, or one of the most revered fighting games of all time is Street Fighter 3. Now, it wasn't commercially successful, as we say every other episode of this podcast, but it is regarded as one of the best fighting games. Why? And what do people mean by that? I think what they mean by that is it is one of the most entertaining and satisfying to play and perhaps watch. It's not balanced. We know for sure it's not very balanced. That's not the point. It's incredibly fun to play and watch, as far as I can tell. And, as, and in my experiences as well, which is what propels it to this status. And so, if that's the case, then can we capture some of whatever that essence was that made it incredibly fun and satisfying to play and dump that into Street Fighter VI? And what is the component of Street Fighter Three that is most often brought up? It's the parry system. As far as its gameplay goes, it's the parry system. It's this uh, very broad, generally applied to the entire roster in virtually the same way for every character system, and it's something about that that, well, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. So, should Street Fighter 6, and this is my question to you and to you guys, should Street Fighter 6 have the global parry system that Street Fighter 3 had? That's my question to you. Alright, that's a good first. But before we get into why absolutely not, and Mm -hmm. a little bit more of that, if you would Mm -hmm. be so kind as to psycho crush the like button and subscribe to our channel, and hey, even maybe leave a comment about why... Street Fighter three or yeah, Street Fighter six should have this parry mechanic or not, uh, because it really helps out our uh, our channel and the algorithm, and you guys know all that stuff. But apparently, you have to say it every single video because people really won't. So anyway, okay. So I turn this over to you. You don't think we should have global uh, parries as not maybe the mechanic, but a mechanic in Street mm-hmm. Fighter six?
1: Por no? Um, it is basically it negates fireballs is one of the biggest issues with it um, you have to introduce stuff like you know gray life and other things and then the the timing to pull off parries is is too pro level uh, that was one of the biggest problems that was Street Fighter 3 is it was too hard of a game to get into to get to that grandmaster chess level of how the game is played uh, you had to be too good and so it alienated a lot of casual gamers and that was the whole point of the focus attack which was hey if you want to parry you hold two buttons It you know you do a big wind-up animation, it's easy to use and it's fun to use. That was a big problem with parries. They were not easy to use, but they were fun to use. And it just it alienated so many gamers out there that if you put in too hardcore of a mechanic uh, as a base-level thing, uh, it, it just it ruins the game. Uh, and, and I think Third Strike is a really good art. Uh, Street Fighter Three in general is a really good example of what not to do uh, with a game mechanic. And uh, there it is. Well, so with Street
0: Fighter 3, we've talked a lot, as I've just mentioned, about the reasons why it wasn't as successful as it probably should have, or it could have been, commercially speaking. And then at the same time, it's a little bit of a conundrum that in the competitive realm and in the gameplay realm, by those who, quote-unquote, know what they're doing more so, or are more keyed into this, uh, to fighting games in general, they say it's one of the best that's ever been invented. And it's like, well... I, I have a hard time just throwing that all away in the idea that, or in, when we're here in the process of Capcom developing a brand new game, it's like, we should be looking at the example that was quote unquote, the best that was ever created, or at least is in that conversation so consistently yeah. to see what we can take out of that. And one the, of the big things that we've said as far as Street Fighter 3's lack of success was, well, the way it was handled with brand new characters, it wasn't recognizable. And so then that's much, much more on the storefront part of things, like yeah, like people that, window true. shopping. But go ahead.
1: yeah. But, you know, this is something Ono heavily addressed because the third strike community back in the day was very up uh, in arms that they removed parries. They're like parries are the best thing that's ever happened to Street Fighter. You know, what are you doing? This needs to be in there. And Ono's response was, you know, very similar to what I said. And then, you know, that's what born. Uh, Born out the the focus attack mechanic mm-hmm. and, and that is e- an even more universally beloved mechanic even people who don't like street fighter 4 i know n- a number of them they like that mechanic they're like that, that mechanic was so smart because it, it 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 addressed all things um you added extra layers of complexity and you know being able to spend your meter and meter management all that other kind of stuff plus you did have parries in there in a way that weren't that weren't so dominating of the game where they completely negated fireball usage which is a really important aspect of street fighter when you negate fireballs entirely it is a horrible design choice in this in this franchise fireballs uh, projectiles are what this franchise is known for in the fighting game realm among other things but it's one of the more prominent features of it and, and anything that almost entirely negated it which was parries, is a bad idea and then with the focus attack it didn't entirely negate it it was it was still a fairly good factor, and then after you you know focus absorbed like two fireballs, you generally wanted to stop was, because you didn't want to you, do anymore because
0: you you were committed with that gray life, right? Exactly, exactly, mm-hmm.
1: and that made fireballs still useful. Uh, you played Goken, you know, fireballs still stayed useful for him. I played Rose, I know they stayed useful for her, um, and even in Street Fighter Five, I think that fireballs are worse than they were in four. Uh, and you know, and again, reintroducing Paragus would just, I think, destroy the game. We've been there. We've done that. Let's not do that again.
0: Well, okay. I, I, my, my main, um, counter to this idea that I have here in my own notes is that yes. First of all, mechanics very heavily can affect the general flow or the atmosphere of a game. They can benefit certain styles, offense or defense more broadly. They can benefit certain kinds of characters and whatnot. And of course, as we saw in Street Fighter 3, they very much took away from the fireball game. They they negate projectiles very quickly, very rapidly. And I appreciate what you said there too about Street Fighter 4 because yes, it seems the focus attack was an evolution of the parry in some sense. Um, and so maybe that's that was already a, an example of Capcom trying to do what I've just laid out here and capture what was particularly good or at least one of the big particularly good things about uh, third strike and 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 encompass it into a future title i I don't disagree with that at all but I also don't think that, just having the parry there is a matter of fact negation of fireballs to the extent where you can't have that as a as a real part of your game. And um, we've seen the parry mechanic brought back multiple times, not only through the focus attack. If you say that that's like the parry's evolved cousin or something like that, but other characters have had individual parries moving forward. And Goken right. and, and and maybe there's a discernment we should make about parries and counters. But uh, you know the the style of move where if you attack during this animation you will uh, be hit because of it or or it, it won't go well for you because of it it's like this anti-momentum sort of a thing and it's um, the easiest
1: example for most people probably be reuse parries in street fighter 5 and has there's a more in them. five yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, and so Gil has it, uh, uh, Ryu has it, and uh, a handful of characters. Uh, who um, Colleen Cohen. has it. Yeah, and yeah. so and so this mechanic has come back, and I don't. I would dare not say that it was. It's it's not parries in Street Fighter V that negate fireballs. I mean, they do. They they are something to deal with fireballs, but I don't think, widely speaking, when we talk about Street Fighter V, is one of its issues is that it hasn't let fireball characters really flourish like they like we kind of expect them to in street fighter say for if they are ridiculously powerful aka you know guile or someone like that then they might be okay but you want average fireball throwers to be all right and that really hasn't been the case in street fighter 5 i wouldn't lay that at the feet of some characters have parry or counter mechanics i think there's a lot of other ways to go around fireballs and i don't say that to say well parries aren't doing that of course they're doing that but As we saw in the Street Fighter, for example, I think you could tweak things around a good bit and make those parries... not you know maybe maybe they do um absorb a lot more gray life than they did in Street Fighter 3 where they virtually there was like no consequence except for you would gain some meter if you absorbed a fireball right and the fireball thrower wouldn't want to be just sitting there doing that that would be bad bad uh, strategy on their part but i really do think that you could tweak the parry around like maybe you do absorb or maybe it's only from fireballs that you absorb some gray life or or you generate gray life on your side i should say and maybe not so much if you absorb a normal or you parry a normal maybe.
1: And let me let me add in here, too, for third strike players, because I, I know they're all, you know, doing the young crouching medium punch from, you know, full screen uh, because that would build meter. Mm-hmm. uh that's one thing that capcom learned as well that was a big factor here and why you know fireballs got so negated is for characters like yun they would immediately you know, double back da- uh, backdash mm-hmm. and then uh do the crouching medium punch over and over again because that's building up meter for the genogen um and so when someone you know that's a very normal reaction is to toss plasma at someone when they backdash away from you right because like oh you're going to give me space here we go and then you know that starts negating it so that was a Street Fighter Three really um, amplified that problem uh, more so than other fighting games we've seen because of you know choices like making uh, buttons build meter. Mm-hmm. It was just so advantageous to back off in that game, uh, and, and it became a huge part of the meta. Sure,
0: sure. So. It couldn't be. I think what we've gotten so far in this is that it couldn't necessarily be exactly like it appeared in Street Fighter Three because there were clear problems then that we would want to avoid. We already know we don't want to have to deal with right off the bat. Um, I'm not at the point yet where I can say we should throw parries out completely as a as a global mechanic. But um, let me back up a little bit and talk more generally about uh, sort of what mechanics are. Uh, in that. You know, when you mechanics serve, I think, two major purposes. Not only these two, but these are two big things that when you talk about, especially global mechanics, this is what you're kind of discussing in the Street Fighter franchise. And it's one, that they tend to give games their unique identity. And usually this is one overall mechanic that does this, although every game comes with a handful of different mechanics, some of which have become so commonplace we don't even think of them as mechanics.
1: Yeah, backdashes. Backdashes, throw throw techs. Mm -hmm. supers super moves or mechanics
0: supers is what i i would say that kind of came around in street fighter 2 and then they've Mm -hmm. just been in every street fighter game since as a matter of fact thing and just about every fighting game and Mm -hmm. then was it i i'm i'm showing my my lack of knowledge here was it in third strike or street fighter 3 or street fighter alpha that we started having ex moves where you could more you more nuancedly <laughs> use your super meter if you didn't want to hold the whole thing you could use it on individual moves and now two people could play guile completely different because one might be waiting to use the super and strategizing around that and one might prefer to use a bunch more ex sonic booms for instance but was it in alpha or was it in street fighter 3
1: dark stalkers i
0: believe actually
1: and then then street fighter 3 Okay. I was in the street fighter, but okay, fair enough. There you go. So, so yes. And
0: yeah. And, and it's really cool. Like, like these mechanics also, as I mentioned earlier, affect the, the, the flow and the atmosphere of the gameplay. Right. And so, um, there's so much that they can do, but when you talk about the global ones, the ones that apply across the board in street fighter five, one of the biggest problems that came from this game that we encountered during this game was how different the global mechanic applied to all the different characters how important it was and this is of course the V system V triggers are probably a, a, a disproportionately large part of this but it's the whole thing in um, the V system everybody has not only different frame data on it but they're completely different moves and maneuvers from offense to defensive from from you know like timers to single use it was a, a, a total rainbow across the board which that has a its advantages but in the efforts to try to balance and make the game feel uh, uh fun in a balanced manner it really it really hindered street fighter 5 and if you go back to street fighter 4 the global mechanic was the focus attack and that was used both as as the absorption and as the uh, combo extender it was very versatile and very cool but even there Everyone had the same general idea, but they didn't have the same frame data, they didn't have the same hit and hurt boxes, and even that small discrepancy across characters was something. If you go to Street Fighter 3, the global parry mechanic can be applied much more consistently to every character. And I'm not certain that there weren't any little nuances, like maybe certain characters in certain moves might recover a frame faster or something like that, I I don't know. Um, But as far as I understand it, Basically, everybody did the same parry. Like, if you press forward when the the horizontal attack was coming at the right time, you could parry, and then you had a certain advantage. And the same thing if you press down uh, when they're doing a low attack. And I think that this would really help in the avenue of keeping the game feeling um, balanced on the mechanical level. And, And this certainly, there's no way that this doesn't come from a Street Fighter V sort of PSD. Um, PTSD sort of situation with V triggers becoming so incredibly important and and so and like, a, like a black hole absorbing so much of the significance of a round that I'm like, maybe we should err on the side of something that's a little more global and a little more evenly applied to the roster. But what do you think about that?
1: Uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting approach in that I that one mechanic has to really flow throughout the game, and you lose the ability to fine tune it by character. Um, and and that's actually what's nice about V triggers is you can fine tune it by the characters. So, um, for example, I play Rose. I love her tarot cards. Uh, I did not think I would like those because you know they're they're random. Uh, they're RNG. and and all this other kind of stuff, but they play really super well with the character. And it actually enables me with Rose, like if people back off of me now, I figured out that I just start pulling out tarot cards and I'm building up a bunch of V gauge. If you give that mechanic to say, you know, G or something like that, or or someone in the wrong way, it could really be game breaking, but you're able to fine tune it by character and give characters very interesting V skills and V triggers. Um, And I actually, I love the system in in Street Fighter V, you know, obviously uh, my favorite game. and I love the customization per character. The 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 big issues with V triggers have just been they've been too dominant. They've been far too good overall. Mm-hmm. Where the game too often came down to them. I don't think they lack anything for interesting nature. Even someone like Nicali, who we call the most boring you know B character of all time. Um, his his V skill one is very interesting because you see a lot of players back off and immediately try to build that up and just dealing with that frontline defense of it, knowing that he's building towards this very powerful V trigger. It's such a mental game you're adding into stuff. And I love that they made the character based around that because I do think it's an interesting move. I just think he has too few of them, you know, kind of thing. Um, And, and so I actually really like the V skill and V trigger system in um, Street Fighter Five. It's almost what kind of emerges to me here is that if you have
0: as much versatility and as many moving parts as a system like the V system presents versus the relatively fewer moving parts. And that's not to say that the parry isn't complex or doesn't add a massive level of complexity and engagement for a match, but it's relatively simple and it can be applied more generally across the board than the V system can. Um, It's almost like there's more danger to give that that much space of the v system and there's much more that you have to then sort of balance and make sure that you know all of these moving parts work in tandem with one another and don't you know don't lead to overpowered situations and this is a lot more to do it's a lot more chaotic but at the same time if you as the developers are able to harness all that and execute it properly and keep everything in the appropriate rhythm and make it all work well with one another, then the, the the ceiling is much higher and the potential is much higher. And it might be like that you're in a place where you're like you're trusting Capcom as a developer with this much power that much responsibility that they might do something well with that. And I'm kind of more of this sense of like, maybe we went a little bit too far into the unknown and into the potential with, with street fighter five. And I'm kind of like with this, at least with this segment and this thought process, wanting to sort of reel things back and, and, and contain it a little more because It was a little bit too much chaos last time and we need a little bit more order, a little bit more control this time around Um, is is sort of just a a reaction I had to when you were talking about that. And it feels like maybe that's sort of the approaches that we're we're giving it here.
1: Well, that's a very Street Fighter 4 approach, actually because everyone had a universal focus attack mechanic, but not everyone's character had as good of one as the other one. For example, uh, Balrog and Rose. freaking long, but yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, well, there you go. Balrog and Rose had two of the worst focus attacks in the entire game, Uh, but you actually saw someone like uh, P.R. Balrog start to use his focus attack, um, which just had horrible range, horrible frame data, but it worked so well with the system that he started blowing up people with shimmies and other stuff that he, he was playing a very Street Fighter V game in Street better for a PR brawler was but then as you mentioned you had someone like Fei Long or Dudley who had some of the best focus attacks in the entire game Ryu was up there too and that was a universal mechanic that everyone had functioned in a similar way, mm-hmm. but there, there were particulars in there that made some characters much better at it than others. Uh, I personally was not a big fan of that because, again, I played Rose and it's like I barely got to use focus pretty much at all because uh, it was just like it was like a, almost a worthless move. Uh, it wasn't yeah, but you got to it. backdash all damn day. But no, I'm not, that doesn't. No, no doesn't. I, that's exactly it. it. It's See, that's why I like the V skill system is because it's rare to have completely worthless V skills. I know there's a few out there. Uh, Uh, My apologies to the people who play those characters, but for the most part, Capcom did the right thing when they said, like, every move has a purpose in this. Uh, They mostly got there. Not completely, but they mostly
0: got there. And and of that, I think, and, and we'll wrap this up pretty soon here, but of that idea that every move has a purpose and you can see that defined purpose, that's getting at what we appreciate most when we watch and when we play fighting games, is that we want to see... It's like these two working brains next to each other with a certain amount of resources each, and they're a little bit different, right? And they're in this real-time problem-solving uh, 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 contest where it's not only do they have to stay ahead of each other, but because there's the execution, you also see they also have to execute, and that's really an interesting to us. But when you see intent and then you see it play out, and you can appreciate it, that's when the hair on your arm stands up, and that's when you sit on the edge of your seat, and that's when you go, wow, and the parry and third strike sets up for that so brilliantly because yes there's the occasional oops I accidentally pressed forward when I was supposed to be blocking at the right time and I parried and it's like well then did you follow up afterwards because probably not so many times when a parry happens in the third strike sense you can see intent and you can see the the fruits of someone's practice and their labor coming to the foreground, and in Street Fighter V, so many instances, so many interactions were, well, did they mean to do it, or were they fishing with crush counters, or were they fishing because they had a really advantageous situation because their V-triggers, and I don't think, uh, you know, to, to play devil's advocate, I don't think those situations were there just because of the mechanic that was in place, I think that they were there more specifically because the mechanic that was in place was handled not was not handled in enough detail and was not executed well enough to avoid those potholes. But I think, well, okay, so we have a development team that wasn't able to really do it with that much freedom. Again, maybe they should cinch it up a little bit and go with something that doesn't give them as much freedom, that that uh, confines them a little bit more, and that shows intent. Because, man, that's something that's really been missing from Street Fighter V that is hailed and that propels Street Fighter III in large part to being one of the most revered fighting games of all time. I just think we could use a little bit of Street Fighter 3 sauce and whatever comes next.
1: Fair enough. I will also throw in there that the guy who said like we're making characters uh, unbalanced on purpose and because we want to piss off the community no longer works at Capcom. <laughs> uh and i i can assure that was a a factor uh with some of this stuff some of the decisions that have been made uh i think maybe keeping characters like rashid and cammy and other stuff we'll see what happens with them who knows um but keeping them fully intact was a a an idea of the previous regime And I think that with him gone, uh, with Ono gone, because again, I I love Ono for a lot of stuff, but him purposefully making Yun and Yang unbalanced in Arcade Edition of of Street Fighter IV was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen a fighting game developer do. And I've seen a lot of dumb Mm, things I think he just
0: did it too much. And I think he said the quiet part out loud, but I think that there's some legitimacy in what he did there. and, And the evidence of that is how much we've talked about Luke. Like, this is how you do a character well with DLC, you know, with Luke, because he's really good. Probably a little bit better than he needs to be, and maybe you tune him down in some time. But when he's brand new, you got to have him out there so that people engage with him, play him, buy him, keep playing him after he gets nerfed.
1: There's a big difference between really good and unbalanced. Fair. Yun was broken. Yun was was a a, almost a broken character and he was so broken we had like what is it four of them or five of them in top eight of Evo that year. Yeah. And, And it was it was stupid. It was literally one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. There were numerous people at Capcom that had to go in there and talk about Ono's approach to arcade edition and they hated it with a passion that's not an uncommon thing there um but they're like i don't agree with this at all but it's like they, the company expects everyone to be on the same page and so there's a huge distinction between those two things but i do agree about luke that he's a really really nice addition to street fighter 5 um, but like i said huge gap between really good and broken uh and it's just again it's yeah so it, it's a, it's a fascinating case study here for sure
0: Mm. so so i'll leave us with this two things one if you guys could jump into the comments and let us know what you think about this and i don't think it's as simple as a yes third strike parry should be in street fighter six it's like of course they would have to uh, uh uh attend to them and and Build them, uh, you know, evolve them to a certain extent. But this general idea of, you know, and I think we've laid it out fairly well of what the perks of the Perry are, and and some of the issues that we've seen in Street Fighter the franchise in recent times, and how they might help attend to it. Um, so please comment and, and what you think about this idea, what you would like to see in terms of a Perry-esque sort of mechanic um, in Street Fighter Six potentially. And then, uh, John, to you, do you think that well, could we do this more just within the the vein of focus? attacks instead of Street Fighter 3's parry it's Street Fighter 4's focus attack and would that be something that you'd like to see come back in Street Fighter 6 because of well all the stuff that we just talked about
1: I, I I like the focus attack stuff, and I think a few characters uh, Dream King's mentioned, like I think it was like Abigail and a few others, feel like they have the focus attack m- mechanic, uh, you know, kind of built into them. That's how I'd like to see it brought back, where you give it to a handful of characters. I think doesn't uh, Kage have a like some focus attack type of stuff as well? Yeah, and, and that's the way I'd like to see it brought back, um, because I, I go back to like Capcom Fighting Jam or Capcom Fighting Evolution. I forget what what it was that came out there, but when you do the same old things. It's hard for the community to get behind and rally behind your game. You want a new update. You want a new mechanic. You want. I mean, there would have to be a new,
0: there would have to be a new mechanic for Street Fighter 6 if they want to stay in step with like, this is the thing that defines the game. And this would be something probably completely different, but this would be something that's also brought back, which they do, you know, with alpha counters and V reversals or supers, supers in everyone, but like parry's not in every one. Sometimes it comes back a little bit, like you're saying. So it's not to say that this is the defining mechanic of the whole game, but this would gotcha, be a gotcha. mechanic in the,
1: in the a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it, parries are so overwhelming in my head that I, I have it. Cause I mean, you know, I played third strike pretty actively um in in like they're so overwhelming it's hard for me to see them being a side mechanic. It, they've kind of got to be the mechanic but I'm not saying that's not possible to do. It's just it's hard for me to to get that picture in my head of them not being the defining mechanic because it goes back to Street Fighter Three and Four, where Focus Tax and Parries were the defining mechanic, where they were just overwhelming in these games and everything was based on them. Uh, the invincible backdashes you love so much were because of focus, right? You know, and so it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around how that would look, but it's certainly possible. Sounds good. All right. All right. So uh getting into it, uh, and you're good there with your segment, right? Yes, sir. All right, sweet. Sweet, a uh, big discussion there. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right, by the way, uh, all so, the
0: uh, I'm not gonna go back and edit this spot for the uh, audio people. So, hey, welcome to backstage audio people. Also, uh, if you could go subscribe on our YouTube channel,
1: that would be awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and if you're listening on Spotify, you can uh, you can rank the um, the episode five stars. We appreciate it. So, <laughs> all right, moving on next. Uh, Street Fighter 6 needs to avoid these five major issue issues at launch. Let me. Is so one of them having again. the parry mechanic? i have to do that again so uh please please throw that one out there yeah all right Um street fighter six needs to avoid these five major issues at launch i want to talk about it but first before we get into it if everyone watching this can cycle crush the like button it helps out our channel a ton uh and will enable us to do more in the future legitimately we're going to do more with this if you guys can punch a like button like and and Um, while
0: you're doing that you might as well subscribe it's like a half of a cyber inch away depending on you know what screen you're using so please and uh thank you
1: half of a cyber inch sounds really graphic so all right john let's get into it (laughs) um (laughs) street fighter 6 announcement announcement is probably going to happen in about a week and since capcom has nailed so few of their game launches i wanted to discuss stuff that they need to avoid starting with Number one, not learning from your competition. This is the golden era of fighting games, far better than any other time I can remember. Even the early to mid-90s when everyone released a fighting game, like everyone. The sales and the quality of the games has never been better than it is right now, and that's because we see some killer stuff out there collectively by the developers who make these titles. They are doing awesome and amazing things. You've got to learn from that. And with that, I want to see Street Fighter 6 having stuff like Guilty Gear Strive's Combo Maker, Tekken 7's Punishment Training, NetherRealm Studios' commitment to exceptional single-player content, among other things. Like, this has to be what Capcom is hitting for a base-level bar. Not just like, oh, yeah, we're going to have this in there. The last time we had a great Street Fighter launch like from Capcom or a great fighting game launch from Capcom was back in 2009 more than a decade ago they've got to do better they've got to be better we need something high impact from the start right out of the gate oh my gosh it's become commonplace hasn't it yeah
0: Uh, well I'm sorry to spoil number two but I know what number two is going to be from you and I'm going to tell the people right now it's got to be uh have the x-men characters (laughs)
1: <laughs> not not quite actually ah. but uh yeah um but continuing off this uh, um, one of the things i will say is uh, with smash ultimate leading the way here uh with a gigantic launch roster the capcom also needs to give people their money's worth um that is so, on the same token of what you were just talking about uh this should be the end of an era where it's okay to launch with 16 characters mm. for a triple a fighting game that needs to not happen needs to be about 20 or more is a new standard, preferably more like 25 um, it, We all know these games are gonna have a long life with DLC. That's extremely expected. So don't give us crap for the initial $60 or $70 purchase. Don't make it feel lackluster. Make that freaking be impactful. And this is, again, Capcom has to learn from their mistakes. It's gonna just piss me off, and I'm, I'm going to write a very nasty review about their game if they do not freaking do this stuff, and I'm hopefully they're expecting it as well. But there it is. So number two, number two is actually console exclusivity oh okay yeah 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 capcom recently came out and said the pc would be their number one platform going forward for their games that's great uh but it was a huge mistake to limit street fighter 5 to a single console this likely cut the the millions in sales they would have gotten uh down like they probably would have gotten extra like two or three million of sales um so right now they're at six, six million they're looking at like eight or nine million instead just so many more people playing their game if they enabled it on xbox and nintendo consoles um and they, the one thing they got right with it was, like, making stuff fully cross you know, compatible, compatible between, you know, PS5 players and PC players. Mm-hmm. Um, but limiting gamers' choices to one console stinks, especially with this type of genre. This is not the type of genre that you want to do that. You should not have to spend hundreds of dollars more because you picked a console randomly that you wanted to play on that Capcom didn't randomly agree with. They're like, oh, yeah, now you have to spend hundreds of bucks more get wrecked. That is one of the dumbest things you can do to this community. It is a horrible thing, and if Capcom does more exclusive console deals, I don't care if it's Microsoft, I don't care if it's Sony or Nintendo, no, 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 no. Don't do it again. This was awful. It it really hurt your game and your esports efforts and what you're trying to do overall. We never want to see this again. Two things about
0: that. Uh, They just recently updated, Capcom this is, uh, updated their um, Platinum Titles page and Street Fighter V is at 6.1 million units sold. That's not bad. You know, it's number 9 overall in all of the Capcom releases ever. If they got another 3 mil that would, uh, for our fantasy purposes, put them up in tying with uh, the likes of Resident Evil five and six, which both have 8.1 mil. And, uh, it would take them from, I think what they were their ninth right now. It'd go to like tied for fourth, fifth, uh, which would be a huge increase. So it's not to say that of course they would have gotten another three mil, but that's something to consider. Like to, to the degree that John knows what he's talking about, that's a big deal. And I think yep, that John sure. knows a lot about what he's talking about, you know? Um, <laughs> <Sometimes>. and then, <laughs> and then I totally <laughs> forgot the other thing that I was going to say. So, uh, I, I suppose we can skip on. And if I remember it, I'll let you know. Right,
1: sounds great. Number three, best in class net code. There are a lot of reasons Street Fighter V's net code isn't well thought of, but one of the biggest problems with it is the perception of how good or bad the code is, uh, along with it being heavily played initially on the PlayStation 4. Capcom needs to launch their next game, Street Fighter Six, with the best net code around, and on top of that they need to put some marketing muscle behind it explaining to players how good it is this time around. They need to show people tangible proof of like hey, we worked really hard on this. This is a great net code and this is how it works. This is what it does. Shout outs to Project L. They already went and did that with like a 2 minute video. Yep. They're like, "Hey, this is how it works. This is what it does." Capcom, you can put together a 2 minute video as well. You this actually is how it can. Works.
0: This is how it does, and this is how we want people to talk about it when they go onto Twitter and onto social media because half the battle and maybe more of the battle is not the actual numbers when it, I, however you quantify the net code, you know the up and download, whatever it is, but it's how people perceive it, it's how they talk about it, and therefore how they, how much they're willing to engage with it, how much they're willing to have patience with it. When something happens, are they going to default over to oh it's because of the net code or oh it might be because of something else? How much of a leash are they going to give to you? Capcom needs to invest in like an entire division or department that just goes into talking about how people perceive their game. I think that's called marketing
1: yeah it's called marketing and having people in place to talk about your game which thank goodness they actually have hired a social to do media that now. manager yeah i guess yeah. they've been doing that so yeah yeah enough, they, sure thank goodness it, it's it's about freaking time and just enable and empower these people to talk about your stuff put in a two minute clip in your launch videos about how good the netcode is explain it to people this is not that hard capcom all right number four launch it when it's done Speaking of doing good work, don't watch the damn game it's until it's soon. been done properly. Yeah, I, 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 I just mentioned before, Street Fighter 4 was the last game they did properly 2009. Over a decade ago, That they, they, they actually put a, a quality fighting game out there that did not suck. The good news is... is is this is actually why Street Fighter VI got delayed initially. The game was not received well, and Capcom realized it needed more time to bake in the oven. There's a lot behind this, including Yoshinori Ono, who's not having a great podcast this (laughs) this, this session. Check out our previous episode to hear us talk more trash about Ono. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But um, his departure is the reason that we got another season of Street Fighter V. uh, You know, and more development time for you know street fighter 6 along with COVID and other stuff not just you know laying at the feet of ono but you know hey that's that's out there but but capcom has also updated their messaging to their investors and they've said look we expect our games to launch with higher scores on like metacritic and other things and they actually went back and talked about street fighter 5 getting updated uh review scores for arcade edition and champion edition that they were very proud of and they're like but we don't want to have a bad launch from the start here and and they've had nothing but bad launches for like the last you know 11 12 years or something and it's just Oh in my their fighting gosh. game department in their fighting, yeah in their fighting game. game department so they figured it out you know Monster Hunter and Devil May Cry and Resident Evil all that stuff you know shout out to them but like, they're fighting a division oh my gosh mm-hmm. so they can't do that again it doesn't look like they're going to do it again but since that hasn't happened in over 10 years I'm a little skeptical. You know, I, I kind of want to see some proof of it first. Uh, and, and we've seen
0: like, you're like, you're kind of laying out here. We've seen them kind of attend to a lot of the issues or show that they are attending to those issues that have popped up in the past. Capcom as for as much as we give a crap about like, Oh man, they're stuck in the conservative past of ways of doing things. And then they need to get with the times and such. It's like, that's, pretty damn true but i think they also do eventually do it and they've done it in a way that's graceful enough that it's capcom we're talking about i'm looking at their their platinum titles page and i'm seeing you know resident evil and street fighter and monster hunter and all these amazing franchises with millions and millions of units sold it's like capcom knows what they're doing to an extent guys and I'm I'm in guys I'm part of that group too um, but I, I do I do have a, a certain amount of optimism that they have figured out the change now they'll get stuck in whatever chapter we're in right now for the next 20 years and when it evolves again we'll be stuck doing this stuff when we should be doing something else I fully expect that but for now I think maybe they've made the adjustment and also I remember what they what I was going to say earlier in regards to the crossplay thing it kind of goes hand in hand with this I think they've learned on that front too and I think that was probably more uh, um an error of the of circumstance and of the times and of the financial situation and the fact that at that time crossplay was not nearly as important or thought about or even considered like it is today i am i'm pretty faithful and please don't make me eat my words capcom that they will not do that again i don't think they're aiming to do that again i think the only reason they would do that is because they had no other choice and i don't think that's the
1: situation now back to you When have developers John ever said in fighting games that they haven't added a feature or something the community badly wants because it was too hard? When has that ever happened, John? I don't know. I think Dragon Ball <laughs> did it about rollback. Right uh, pretty much every developer ever has said, like, "Oh yeah, we did. We didn't do this because it was too hard." You know, so it, it's like, "Oh my gosh!" It's like, "Okay, guys." At a certain point, you do realize you're talking to your fans who pay you money for this stuff. So. I mean, they'll uh, just
0: go and make a whole brand new Marvel versus Capcom three if they, if it's too hard for you or whatever. It is. <laughs> so, but let's hope it doesn't come to that.
1: Speaking of communicating with your fans, the biggest thing, uh, well, number five, at least on our list here, John, is freaking communicate. Actually, just communicate, but I'm going to add the freaking on there because of Dr. Evil. Um, John, would you say it's a good idea to build your product as a uh, a service, and surface maybe too, but a, a service, and then go radio silent for large portions of time because you can't figure out what's going on? Yeah, that happened. And it wasn't even that long ago that it happened. And there are all sorts of reasons why but it should just be inexcusable for a company of Capcom's size and resources to ever have this happen again communicate with your fans because it doesn't take a lot to do so and look you know a big shout outs again to to the, uh, the street fighter 5 developers who do the winter spring and summer and fall updates those are perfect those are exactly what we need but it's also capcom and we always talk about them taking two steps forward and one step back so you think something like this john like communication it's a given oh they're not gonna go radio silent for half of a year again or whatever and other stuff and then you go well it's capcom
0: i've written so many articles about it that if if they do it again then my existence is is useless like you know like so i choose to believe like i said that we are in the two steps forward phase of the the pattern process and that yes eventually we'll have another step back but maybe just maybe as street fighter 6 launches it can be part of the two steps forward process and i <laughs> despite all of your efforts today i'm trying to be optimistic that that is the case
1: john uh, we're, we're we're only about a week away potentially for a street fighter 6 announcement or whatever i promise I no myself possible, i wouldn't cry today yeah no possible way this could go wrong right this this video we're not going to look at this video and go oh crap you know kind of ain't nothing terrible <laughs> going to happen today and then you oh, see man. capcom playing with machetes Uh, all right y'all we we put out this video and stuff in hopes that capcom sees this and goes oh we forgot to communicate you know let's go ahead and figure that out and other things Uh, also
0: capcom uh (laughs) please accept this as our official uh request to join the capcom content creators uh if we we could be part of that team please uh that'd be
1: great
0: there you go all right y'all
1: Oh, we're going to get canceled. We will see you guys back never because our show is going away. Hope you enjoyed this last final show for me and John. And we will be back with you guys. Hopefully some point, maybe not. See you then.
0: Optimism is the theme of the day.